It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah Health. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Let's lock in. This is Unrivaled. Yes! Yes! The teams you live for. The sports you love. With Scott Mitchell and Alex Keurig. Presented by G2G Bars. On 97.5 B KSL Sports Zone. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday to you. Welcome on in. It's another edition of Unrivaled 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Alex Curie, Scott Mitchell, we are at the warehouse here in Salt Lake City, 1825 South, 300 West. Scott, it's good to be back. It's always good to be at the warehouse. It's Friday. We're usually here on Friday. Love Fridays. It's Plus, we've been... got a couch. It's comfy. I know. Scott's barely able to be with us. We're sitting on the couch. We are. We're going to have a... We're going to have a two-hour therapy session here on the, on yes. the couch. Yes, a little bit of a shorter sports, show today. Sports therapy session. You got yourself a, a jazz thunder tilt that uh, pregame is going to fire up at uh, 5 o'clock. What does tilt actually mean? It's one of those sports terminologies. It's like a, it's, it's not a, it's not an opponent. It's a foe. It's not a game. It's a tilt. <laughs> so yeah, but like, what is tilt? It's what, a matchup. <laughs> yeah, it's a matchup. <laughs> okay, so what does a tilt mean? <laughs> it's... I get that it's a matchup, but it's like—is it a reference to see, when I hear tilt? I think of the tilt the world, you know, in the carnival. See, you know, I think of when you're trying to tilt. cheat at the uh, pinball machine. Oh yeah, that's what I think yeah. of. So, yes, they are tilting against one another. How dare they? Yeah. So that's tonight. Five o'clock is going to be your pregame. Uh, Six o'clock tip, and so we'll jam as much as we can in right here on your Friday here for you. I do want to jump in, and we had a heated discussion at the. Uh, Mo Betta's over here. We, we'd like to meet up for our show prep at the Mo Betta's. Yes. Not a better place to, uh, no. to prep. They to should prep pay us Mo for Betta's. that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Not a better place to prep for our shows at Mo Betta's. So we're over there, uh, and this is how we get ready for the for our Friday shows. We, we go over there, we chat about what we're going to talk about, we get our computers out, and we kind of jam there. The staff must be sick of us, by the way, too, because we're kind of yelling about things in the middle of the uh, restaurant. Yeah, we had a tilt right in the middle of the, <laughs> it rest, was the, the restaurant. The two foes tilting in the middle <laughs> of the restaurant. So uh, we got into this very discussion, and I thought, you know what? I cannot believe we're actually having this discussion. We've been kind of fake talking about it. Nothing's official, of course, uh, but it just feels like there's so many things going on with the conference realignment talk, and Brett Yormark is an astute businessman. So is George Klyavkov. And George Klyavkov might be shaking in his boots right now with the possibility of other teams thinking about going somewhere else, which is exactly what we're talking about because it might affect us here in the state of Utah. Let's jump into the cut here at the top of the program.
The other question. Undeniable, unrivaled. Top sports story of the hour. Here's what made the cut. Are Utah fans comfortable enough in their own skin to admit that a Big 12 move might not be a bad deal? In fact, it might be the better deal of what you would be getting when it comes to the Pac-12 and its instability. More reports pointing to now the four corner schools, which are only three of the four corner schools, right. by the way. Just call them the three corners then if you're not including New Mexico. It's or a put triangle. Your money, or put your money where your mouth is and invite Las Cruces and Albuquerque into this game. Let's get New Mexico, New Mexico State in this whole conversation. Uh, the big, Stop it. So the Big 12. Or, or you call it a triangle, not a corner. Yeah. No, a triangle makes it sound like it's haunted. Well, no, it's the Bermuda Triangle where everything goes to disappear. So, oh boy. <laughs> the, the Triangle schools just, uh, oh they're going to disappear from the Pac-12. So, Utah, Utah, Utah Colorado, uh, Arizona, 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 State. Arizona State. The possibility of those schools coming to the Big 12, it's not, it doesn't look like, oh, this is going to happen. What it looks like is, is that there are conversations which might lead to the thought of there at least being a plan B. And I want BYU and Utah fans to search their real feelings on this thing. I know so many people who don't care for that game anymore, and I'm not sure why. I want you to look at the overall picture here. It's November 23rd, and instead of having to travel to your fake rival, uh, in Utah's case, Colorado, in BYU's case, uh, West Virginia, or no, this year, who is it? Oklahoma State, that you could be playing a game that would have Sugar Bowl implications that might be getting you to the Big 12 championship game, whatever it might be, I just I, I want to know if people have a real problem with those guys being. The, the thing is right now, and this is my assumption, BYU fans are like, we didn't get to have our own little thing over here. You know, obviously the Pac-12 and anybody moving over there would take a minute, but this was BYU's big move that they were able to earn on their own. It felt like they were making, they bought their own house with their own down payment they saved up for. And now big, big brother moved out of the house. And right. Now and you get the good bedroom. Right. And yeah. now big brother moves back in. Wait, did I just say big brother? Yeah. Uh, equal did. footing sibling. <laughs> twin twin sibling <laughs> comes in and and is and and I think that there's this feeling of well dang it, we didn't get to have our own little moment in the sun where we could point at your conference and say you guys are weak. And then Utah fans can't deal with the idea of maybe groveling a little bit and going, Could we come into your conference? And I think that that's a real thing. Those might be the things they have on top of the fact that people are reluctant about this series still, which I still don't get. So I think Utah and BYU being in the same conference would be massive. You know, they, look, they've been in the same conference in the in the Western Athletic Conference, in the Mountain West Conference, and those were those were kind of secondary places. This is the this is the big time, and you have a, a, you know this a tremendous rivalry, which is so good and so good for college football. And would actually, maybe for the first time, be more of a, a, a played out on a national stage. You know, when you're in, in a big time conference and you and you're having your rivalry game, and like you said, it means something at the end of the year. Then this this rivalry really could take off. I, I get I, I don't get why people don't want the rivalry at all. I don't. I think it I think it's tremendous. I think it's incredible. And really, <clears throat> I, I would say. Maybe for the first time completely in the conference, both of these teams would be playing on equal footing. They'd be playing on equal footing as far as recruiting goes. 
they'd be playing on equal footing as far, far as you know where you know where they might be. But I, I don't think they're I don't think they're the same right now. I think I think Utah it, it would do very well uh, in in the Big Twelve. When I look at the Pac-12, like first of all, that when Utah went there, it was so exciting. Like it was like I can't I can't believe we're in the Pac-12. Like it was a right. big big deal conference mm-hmm. and it's just so sad that it's just become a shell of itself like nobody cares now but if when i looked at the at the bit at the pac 12 i was afraid of usc i was if usc got a, out of its own way and was what it and it, what it really could be and it started to turn that way with uh with um lincoln riley there utah has no chance of beating usc if usc is at its very best they're going to get better players. They're going to. They're, they're, you're not going to beat them. I could say the same thing about Oregon. If Oregon could get out of its own way, and if it was really at the top of its game in the Pac-12, uh, Utah's not going to beat Oregon. They're not going to beat Washington either. Well, let me tell you something. But too. there's no school in the Big in the Big 12 presently, including the four teams that are coming into the conference, and you could even add uh, Oklahoma and Texas into that. For and Utah would never be in that that conference right. when they're there, anyways. Yeah. But if you're a Utah fan and you go into the Big 12, there's no, you could immediately say to yourself, we can we can compete for a, a conference oh, championship. Oh, I'll go even further today. And say, I'll go even further and say this: Utah would come in and they'd be the best football team right now if they were in the pack. Yeah. If they if they came into the Big 12, so is, is that crazy for me to say? No, because just look at what the performance has been. Just look at what the performance has been. Do you look at Texas and Oklahoma? Do you look at, at even uh, TCU right now and go, TCU is better than Utah? I, I, I don't think that's the case right now because they're losing their quarterback and a bunch of other guys to, yeah. the, to the draft. But I think that Utah would come in and it would be as big of a program as any of the ones that have already been added. Like if you were to if you were looking at the four schools they're adding right now, Cincinnati, Central Florida, uh, BYU, and uh, I'm missing one, uh, Houston, then you'd go – yeah, Utah actually is bigger than those than those schools. I mean, it, I think it would be BYU, I think, in that group is a big get. And I think Utah would be right there. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or, or maybe even a little bit more. So what you have So now, if you're adding it, then, then if it's better, if this makes your conference better, then what's your freaking problem? And on top of it, you won't have to do all of the, all the travel stuff, right? Well, if you, right. you split the divisions up and then you don't have to go to Central Florida every other year, uh, you don't have to go to Cincinnati or, or, or Morgantown, that's a lot less frequent. And and so maybe that's a better deal. Utah would unfortunately go in and be the BYU fans should be excited about this. They'd be the dead last uh, team in basketball, <laughs> at least in terms of uh, people showing up for the games. Yeah. And so that's a program that I think would actually. But that's a good thing. It would infuse, I think, a historic program that has lost its luster in the last few years, and it would, might need something like that because the Pac-12 is not a place that it lives and gets a lot of attention. Uh, the Big Twelve basketball. 
would bring something else, and it would force Utah, and I think Craig Smith would be the kind of guy that could actually help in that to be able to get you into a a spot where you're filling up the Huntsman Center again and basketball is big up again well, up at the University yeah, of and, and, it, and it has been big there before. But yes. uh, you look at how the conference would be, would be shaken up, and BYU wouldn't be an outlier anymore, and you truly have – uh, three locations of teams. You'd have teams out west. You'd have teams in the central part of the country, and you'd have the t- and, and you'd have teams on on the east coast. And that's really, I think, what uh, the the Big Twelve wanted. And that's quite frankly the uniqueness that I think sets them apart and and makes them special in college in college athletics. You you have the Big Ten, and and it's kind of in that upper Midwest part of the country in the Southeast Conference. But you just have this kind of swath right through the whole middle of the country from mm-hmm. coast to coast and that's appealing uh it's a it's a appealing in a, in a lot of ways and the other the other thing that i i think you know and i and i've heard this i'm not going to say where i've heard it but I oh have boy heard this before hold on everybody bend your ear to the radio that turn it up a little bit that there there was an exit strategy in place in the in the event that the pac-12 started heading south, south. And and you look at, at the Big 12 certainly makes a whole lot of sense. And knowing that the Big 12 has the ability with their new TV rights deal to renegotiate if new teams came in. Like it's not just – it's not ironclad, set in stone. You know, you can't, you can't add any, any other schools. And I think you'd have to be foolish to think that as much as they want to consummate their relationship yeah. as members of the Pac-12, yeah. I just I just don't know that you can truly trust anyone else. You're you're going to trust an alliance, a friendship that you've had with some, you know, if if you're the athletic director at Utah, and maybe you know, and you're really good buddies. And I'm not saying this is the case. I'm just using that as a as a hypothetical. And you're really good buddies with, you know, the assistant. Um, commissioner at the big 12 and you guys were in school together or you were at some other university together i'm sure that there's back channel conversations that go on in those those arenas and i, I think you know because we keep hearing a bunch of stuff right and and we, and this is the newest thing that we've heard there are discussions going on that uh the four corner schools are, are talking to the big 12 conference again now you hear uh, publicly, these schools say, "Well, we never talked to them in the first place." But someone is leaking information, and people aren't going to tell you. You know, the University of Utah is not going to tell you what they're really doing. Um, Arizona State is not going to tell you publicly what they're really doing. But someone is trying to share information publicly to either send a message or for some kind of cu- communication. Think back in the Cuban Missile Crisis, right? In the, in the 1960s, like the U.S. didn't know what the Russians were doing, um, but they, they had back channels. They had ways of publicly making some statements that actually they were, they were actually sending a message and seeing if that message was received. And it feels a little bit like this. It feels a little cloak and dagger, you know, a little, a little uh, you know, subterfuge here. We're going to Hey, uh, we're going to send our message out, and and it's a coded message, and it means this, but um, because it, you know, someone might know. You may be one of the four corner schools, and you may not know that the Big Twelve is out there, and they will talk to you, and they will invite you into the conference, and you can become a part of the conference. If uh, so, so getting it out there publicly so people know. Hey, Jeremy. 
Write it down uh, Friday, uh, March 3rd of 2023. Cuban Missile Crisis reference during uh, the show <laughs> in comparison to uh, as, a, as a metaphor for the Pac-12 yes. melting down. Yes. So, we so who's on? Russia? Who's Russia in this thing then? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say Russia. Unfortunately, is probably the Pac-12. Oh at this point. yeah. Because it <laughs> looks like the, look it good. looks like the Pac-12 is about ready to ex- oh, implode. You know. Yeah. And, and no, and no shots hey, are going to be fired. Com- communism didn't work, right? Shot, no shots are going to be fired. No. The Cold War could still go on, but these teams. Listen, let me just say to you, BYU fan who rolls their eyes and goes, "I don't want to play Utah in the Big 12. Let the hate flow <laughs> yes. through you. Listen, not just let the hate flow through you. There's a reason. There, look, heroes, villains. Both team thinks that they're one or the other. Right. You need this, and there's no version of this. Right now, and all we've been talking about is so who's BYU's rival going to be in the big in the Big Twelve? Is it Oklahoma State? That'd be fun. None of it is organic or makes sense, or is in the same freaking time zone. When you're searching for people who are not even in your time zone and your are your quote unquote rivals, get out of here. There's no real. Then it's not real. So this is who did I hear? This is natural. Yeah. It's organic. It's. Uh, you, listen, it's a great deal. I'm just. It's appropriate that it's going to be played around Thanksgiving every year because it's awkward to get together with your family members, but you have to freaking do it. And you know what? You're waiting for that weird moment where it blows up a little bit at Thanksgiving, but you wouldn't have it any other way because it's your family Thanksgiving. And you, and if you're the guy who goes, I'm just not going to go to Thanksgiving anymore. No one likes you either, bro. Okay, so get over it. No one like. No one wants that. We want to have Utah and BYU back together again, shaking hands and then punching each other in the mouth. Well, if if uh, yeah, you definitely want the the rivalry to happen. I don't think there's any any question about that. There is a question. People are refusing. They're acting like they've never. No, I would never want that game ever again. I don't know anything like it. I don't know anything like it. And I'm not saying it's on the same level. But do, do Michigan and Ohio State fans hate each other so much to be like, I'd prefer never to play those guys ever again? They never say they don't want to play each other again. But there's there's a real hatred there. Of course, and, there and is. Urban Meyer understood that when he came here, and he, he tried, did it at both places. He, he tried to kind of stir it up, you know, n- never referring to them by their name, but it's the team down south. Mm-hmm. It's the and that was that was a you know he did the thing where he crosses that was a whole, out all the M's that was and a whole, everything. Yeah, that was a whole on their play hit. sheet. They're like yeah. have all these plays and even that was if the word Earl Bruce and a, yes. and a Woody Hayes deal. Yes, and, yes, yes. And 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 the reality is is you you can't take that too serious. You have to kind of do it with a little tongue in cheek and and that, and that's perfectly okay. I I don't have a problem uh, with with that type of rivalry. I will tell you this, though, if you're Utah in the Pac-12, I would be extremely nervous about what's going on, and um, I, would, I would certainly know that uh, you, can't, you can't be foolish enough to think that the Pac-12 is going to just stand by itself uh, the way that it's constituted. It's, it's, it's just not in, a good, it's not in a good place. It's not in a good position, and it's going to change. I, I had someone say to me that Utah should just – Hold tight to Colorado, like they came into the into the Pac-12 together, and they have this rivalry and this this brotherhood together, and and that could that's the worst thing in the world. That that's the furthest thing, I think, it, from the truth that you should actually do if you're Utah is 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 continue to hit yourself. Maybe it's someone that came on our show. Do you remember? You might you might not have been. Maybe I can't it remember happened what on the, Monday uh... or something. But anyway, someone said, "Yeah, do you know." Uh, Utah needs to follow Colorado wherever Colorado nah. goes. That's where that's where Utah needs to go. Mine. And and Utah. Speaking of rivalries, 
Utah does not have a rival in the Pac-12. I don't know that it – I don't know. It'd have to play, you know, 100 years before it might find an actual rival. There was a, a slight rivalry happening between USC and Utah. Uh, there was also a, a bit of a rivalry with Oregon, but, but nothing that's, like, meaningful. And to have here in the state of Utah – I mean, I mean, recruiting changes – Recruiting gets exciting. You get you're gonna compete for players in in recruiting, and I mean it just it could just be a really you know a really great thing. And and maybe um, maybe in the whole existence of the rivalry, it 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 actually gets played out with the most level playing field. Uh, back in the day, Lavelle was was at, at BYU. It was not level before Lavelle was there. It was not level. You know, McBride came along. It was, you know, it was kind of, eh, I don't know that it was totally level, but he certainly won, you know, won more than, than maybe he lost. But then when Utah went to the Pac-12, it just totally changed. And then it then it was in favor of Utah. So now now maybe having on, on the biggest stage you could possibly get, being power five teams in the country, this rivalry could be something – that could, could be really, really, really special. And I think a, both these teams could benefit from it and and uh, and oh, make them a whole lot better. Uh, look, somebody tweeted and said, hey, do your research. Your claim on having to split revenue with any new schools is not accurate. I don't remember saying that. Did you say that? I don't know what the deal is that they'd have to make. I don't. Here's the thing. They just There's have the ability be, to negotiate. They would have the ability to be able to negotiate. Right. I don't know what that would look like. Huh. But what I'm saying is, is that if schools showed up, it would be in ESPN's interest and whomever. All these guys who are in bed so, from a media side of things would want to get a piece of that, and obviously it would be worth a little bit more. I don't know what that looks like. If, but let, if Brett Yormark is going out and he's saying we want to expand, he's able to, and if he's having yes. conversations with people right now, then, yeah, there's the ability to go and negotiate with uh, uh, with teams coming in. It's like a lot of things. You've got to figure out you, – you would figure it out. These guys would say, I don't care. We're just going to make it work if they thought it was big. Uh, let me, let me, <laughs> so I've got a few people going at it. I have to read this one first via text. This is from, uh, this is from Brian. Now his Twitter handle is true blue, uh, B, true blue BYU 1984. So, you know, we're <laughs> don't do an eye roll, but this is my favorite part. Holy hell. Scott Mitchell already doing arrogant Ute things by saying the Utes would be even bigger, would be even better than TCU in the big 12 TCU won a playoff game and went to the national championship game. How do you not slap him, Alex? That's a great question. <laughs> but I love the idea of already doing Ute things. Now, this is already – but let me just – let me point out why this is important. Utes, I've gotten Utes a, a kajillion tweets in the last little bit Alex, all about this. This is how you know that you should make this move exactly. happen. Yep. This is why you know it should yep. happen. I don't want – this is from Wild Turkey Fart Blunt, one of my favorite tweet, tweeter names of all time. <laughs> uh, Alex Curie, I don't want Utah in the Big 12, but I absolutely want the rivalry to continue. The way you can always do a home-and-home. Uh, and, and an away deal with uh, with Utah every third year BYU returns uh, the favor and makes a trip to RES. I don't I, I don't know like that that seems watered down to me. No, but but let me. Ask, it's a great question. Okay, can you just have that? Have your cake and eat it too? Kind no. of a thing with the if rivalry. If you're if you're in the Pac-12 and you don't have USC and UCLA, do you really want to be in the Pac-12? Do you really want to be in the Pac-12? I don't I don't know that you do. I seriously don't. I I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking of it. it's like. I mean, you could argue, say, well, you, you're going to have a better opportunity to win a conference yeah. championship. Yep. I just don't trust that this, that the conference has any any validity to it. And then the talent goes elsewhere; it goes to other conferences. And I, I just I, with ten teams, and with 
the only prospects being SMU and San Diego State, it's not a strong conference. Yeah. BYU, uh, Utah would come into the Big 12, and they would be consistently, over the last decade, the best team in that conference immediately. And I know that TCU, you, a lot of people make an argument, TCU was better, they went to the national championship game. I get it. I, I get it. And, and and the fight that's happening already there is going, people are going, well, what luck? It wasn't luck. They, they had to win all those games, and they blew out, or but, they, but they how, beat up Michigan. I, mean, I was like, yeah, it's fine. What I'm saying is, is right now, TCU and Utah lining up against one another this fall, I think Utah wins that football, uh, football game. But how, how? And that's what you're talking right. about. The, the, that would be maybe the Big 12 championship game. You know, obviously, this I'm not talking about this actually happening. What I'm saying is, is look at, look at the next couple of years. Look at what Kyle Winningham has built consistency wise. You have to admit, and if you're a BYU fan, it's freaking good for your conference to bring in better teams than uh, just you know Central Florida, Cincinnati, and certainly heaven knows I don't want I don't I don't want to have Colorado come over and then pray that everything turns out right with uh, with uh, with De- with Neon Dion at the helm. All right, well we got to take a break. Um, we can fight about this. A little bit further. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.